Welcome back to ZPM, a Stargate podcast. I am Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Uh, how you been all week? I'm okay. I've been all right. You know, working. <laughs> it's, um, co- it's getting cold, so. I, mean, uh, I hate the cold very much. <laughs> you hate the cold? Oh, my God. So much. Like, every winter, I'm, I'm really disappointed that winter is still a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not so bad now. I just don't like winter in, like, January. You know, like, any... Anything below 50 degrees, and I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and even at 50 degrees, I'm still like, uh, it could be a little warmer. I like 65 to like 80. That's my thing. We went to San Antonio in August. Oh, how was that? 110-ish degrees. Yeah, that, that no. Perfect. Nope. So good. Nope. Was it humid, or was it just like dry? No, not there, no. Okay. Uh, Houston is very humid. Like, uh-huh. so humid it makes Florida look dry. Yeah, because I know Vegas is, like, dry heat. That yeah, that's deserty. Desert was a whole different experience. Now, it's dry in Texas, but not desert dry. Not at least in San Antonio. And when we were in Colorado, at Mesa Verde and those places, and Arches, uh, I thought it was going to drop dead. Because <laughs> it was deserty. <laughs> yeah, desert desert heat. That's like standing in front of an oven for, like, and hours. It was, like, only about 90-ish degrees when we were walking up to the viewing platform of Delicate Arch at... Uh, Arches National Park. And uh, about 10 minutes in, I was like, I'm going to kill myself because this is absurd. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah, when I was in Vegas, it was like, what, 120 at one point? Mm. So I was like, yeah, nice. this is not fun. Isn't it, though? No, it's not. Where were you stuck? I was I was on the strip. You were walking? Yeah, I was Nobody walking on the strip. Nobody had warned you not to walk. No. That's why all those hotels have breezeways. Yeah, that's why. I, well, yeah, that's why I walked into the breezeways. I you ducked in now. a couple of casinos. <laughs> yeah, had a lot of water. And don't drink in the heat. That's oh, not booze. fun. Yeah. I love Vegas. I'd like to go back. I went to Area 51. Don't you know? Did you? <laughs> they didn't let me in. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Don't even worry about it. Uh, but it was like peak X-Files time. And um, in 2000, you know, we were at Vegas. And I was like, get in the car. We had a convertible. Drove up the extraterrestrial highway. Oh. The black mailbox. And a little alien, which is also from X-Files, during an episode called Dreamland 1 and 2. And, uh, yeah, went inside. It was not as hopping as on the show. It was like a, oh, that's a flipping shame. nightclub. We walk in there. It's us, the owners. Uh, thank you letter from the X-Files. Watching <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire eating hot open turkey sandwiches. That's cool. My husband is a mild saint for enduring. Because it's not like he wanted to go. Oh, he's not an X-Files person? No. Oh. He's none of these things. <laughs> wow. He doesn't like. I mean, he likes sci-fi well enough. Like he likes Star Wars and like Star Trek to an extent. Okay. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't go in for aliens and Area Fifty One and all this business. And I've been trying. That's just not. That's not his thing. We drove me all the way to uh, Wales to Cardiff from London for Torchwood. Uh, to so I could not even so I could see Torchwood something just so I could take my picture in front of the Torchwood Tower, <laughs> oh. the Millennium Center. He drove me all the way out there, and then we went into, like, I guess it was the prototype for whatever they were going to put in London. Uh-huh. That was, like, the Doctor Who experience. Uh, so I got to go through that alone because nobody was there. It's like the Midwest of England. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. That's and we good. saw Stonehenge and all that stuff. Too. That's nice. He's a good guy. He will indulge me. That's good. Well, that's, <laughs> that's good. He doesn't have to be into what you're into. Just respect the fact that you're into it. Well... He'll make fun of me. Don't worry. I mean, <laughs> but uh, he'll he'll take me to to such silly places. That's fine. Good for him. 
Good. Thanks. He's not going to hear any of this because, uh, I mean, he watched this episode with me this morning, Emancipation. Mm-hmm. That we're here to talk about, and uh, he was like, "Oh man, he's a little just annoying." A, just a <laughs> he's like, "And MacGyver rules," and that was his <laughs> takeaway from the that show. Was, that was his thing. Yeah, he didn't really watch uh, the show when it came out or when I was watching it. Uh, and he was like, eh, it's MacGyver. MacGyver's awesome. Who's that guy? Daniel? He sucks. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a bit annoying. Shut up, Daniel. He's a little lot. He's a lot to take on. Yeah. Uh, so this week's episode is Emancipation, the one I thought that was second, but is actually third. Oh. I mean, you're free to at me about it, but I'm a fallible human being, you see. I didn't remember. Yeah. What did... Now, you had done a rewatch on Star I did. Game? Yeah, I, I did a rewatch. How long ago? Um, I'm currently on season four. Oh no! Oh, before this podcast, had you done a rewatch since it had come out? Uh, oh, since it came out, um, not for a while. I had did. Oh, telephone. Uh, telephone. No, that's okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't even matter though. Did you remember anything about this episode before you had watched it? I remember it looked like it was filmed in like someone's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it might well have been. Where were they filming this? Vancouver, probably. Yeah, right. Somewhere in like outskirts of Canada, and just like, cause it looked. I mean, it was a decent episode. It just looked so bad. All I remember about it was Sam saying that she was going to eat this headdress, and I couldn't remember why she said it, but I know that she had said it, and that she was going to have to like placate with the other women. But I, I didn't remember literally anything else about what happened. So everything is still a surprise to me again. That's I just remember her setting stuff on fire and getting hit in the face. She said it? Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. How about that? Okay. So it opens up with their going on to uh, no- yet another planet. So it's they're getting into the same old, same old routine mm-hmm. of uh, exploring new worlds. And they say uh, Sam saves the life of this kid being chased by German. I know they're meant to be threatening looking dogs, but they just look like they look some dogs. German like German shepherds. Yeah, they look like some dogs. So I'm like <laughs> they don't dogs. look especially threatening. The neighborhood the neighborhood, the neighborhood dog. dog. <laughs> like it was like uh I was on vacation and an area dog <laughs> showed up on our doorstep for some pets and we gave them freely. Love a dog. But that's what that dog reminded me of. <laughs> Of just area dog. Yeah, like I said, it looked like really low budget, like how they filmed it. And it's just like, wow, okay. He's like, oh, I almost died of, I'm like, of what, snuggles? Because those dogs <laughs> look just like dogs. Or are they pawing you to death? They're like, I'll just give you doggy kisses until you die. <laughs> so, uh, so he's like, uh, he reacts to Sam with like, oh my god, it's a woman, I can't look upon you, and like all this business. And I was like, ugh. Why is she traveling with you? And I wrote down, because uh, she's like, hey, why don't we get out of here and try again at another time, because this is obviously a problem. And Daniel goes on a long spiel about how appropriate it would be. We have to respect other cultures, so you just have to Fine, they can do it without Sam, though. <laughs> if they're going to give ladies a hard time, she can just go, go back. Go back to, to, you know, to SG-1 and sit this one out. Yeah, it's like, I wrote, shut up, Daniel. <laughs> be like, oh, you know, it'll be fine, I bet. I'm like, Daniel, what what do you have in this? It's like, it's Where's your culture. stakes? It's their culture. Good, you go on and explore it. Well, I'll, you let me know how it goes. I'll just sit here by the gate or like, whatever. Do you, know, do you know anything about math, Daniel? Collect some plants. <laughs> Unbelievable. So they, when they go back to the, the tent and they run in, they're like, this is like the Genghis Khan situation yeah, like they're all they're, mongolians they're, Mong- they're mongolian 
I wrote down. Transplanted Mongolians. Yeah. Progressive con. That's the <laughs> progressive con. Dad, that's what dad's like. Uh, he's progressive con and woke everyone con. else. Woke. He is so woke, woke, that guy. My word. Sam comes out in that outfit. But she looks great in it. Uh, I feel like I remember it being like more covered up than it is. Like as far as the neckline was concerned. Oh, I don't I don't remember. And I feel like the headdress, I thought the headdress was bigger, but it's not. So, I mean, it looks all right, I guess. Daniel's dumbstruck look <laughs> when she comes out dressed nicely. I'm like, did they not go out to dinner or have drinks like, or they're never in civilian clothes? Has he uh, like never seen Sam in anything but camouflage? Probably. Cuz he could have I mean, well, I guess when he's off the base, he probably spends most of his time like either thinking about his wife, Shari, or like reading a book. I know you're not thinking about Sam in a sexy way most of the time, and she looks sexy, but O'Neal good is. grief, she didn't walk out in a bikini. Calm <laughs> down, Daniel. <laughs> O'Neill probably is. Well, uh, at, by the end of the episode, apparently they have. Um, he'd seen her naked already because they took whatever hallucinogen they took on yeah. the planet, and she was and like, like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. and. I'm going to guess that O'Neill didn't do anything to keep that from happening. Nope. She's like, I'm going to take off these clothes. And he's like, yeah. all right. Great idea. No, don't. Second date. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. I love it. Don't do it. So when they go to have their, like, man party, and they, they have <laughs> a man, man party, party, and they leave Sam behind because uh, she's not invited. She's a woman. Whatever. Why isn't she with the other women? Like, why aren't... Like, there's other women at, progr- at Camp Woke. I guess she doesn't... Maybe she got really, like, offended that, you know, they... Look- I mean, still, like, they would still be like, here's how you peel grapes or whatever. They gotta show her the ropes. Let's let, let's let the men talk. <laughs> yeah, like, even still, like, even though... I thought it was weird uh, that they would kill a woman for speaking and showing her face in public. Yeah, that's... From a pro- uh, pro- procreation standpoint, I feel like that's a little silly. Don't yeah, do that. that. That's a bit rough. Yeah, it's a bit extreme. Yeah. Not that I'm like, I'll beat them instead, obviously. <laughs> but uh, mur- death is death is a big deal. That's like a, a, a bridge she too far. She's out of turn. Let's kill her. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you're going to run out of ladies with that. Right. And no one no one went to check on her all night. I mean, maybe they got too drunk and forgot that there was... Well, maybe they figured she can take care of herself. A teammate being oppressed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they thought she can take care of herself, you know, because, you know, U.S. military... They should have checked on her. We were like, hey, uh, the Be man okay. party's over. Just checking in, making sure you're not, like, starting a rebellion or whatever. <laughs> Standing here by rebellion. yourself. Burning or plotting our murders. I don't know how Sam manages. Like, I get how she got kidnapped because she was asleep when it happened. But when uh, they're sitting there uh, at exposition camp Ex- in the morning, <laughs> why doesn't she just uh, tip that kid over the cliff? You know what I mean? Like, how is she not just like, and you're gone? And I'm gone. So, goodbye. As you say, the plot demands it. Oh, I know. But, like, practically, she can't beat up a 15-year-old boy? Give me a break. <laughs> Maybe she didn't want to, mm. you know? And she's like, I wonder where this is going to lead. I'm not property, you know. Well, I'm still going to sell you, you know. I'd be like, the hell you are. And Bye. I would just tip him over. Well, you don't want to kill the son you of your... You don't have to ho- kill him. Just tip him over. But you, don't, but you don't know what happens after that. Maybe he falls, you know, he hurts himself, he can't walk, he gets sepsis. You know what I mean? Sounds like they got some good medical herbs based on what <laughs> I saw. Yeah, true. So uh, I think they can handle it. Just go back to the, she would go back to the camp to get O'Neill and the gang. O'Neill and the gang. And the gang. 
and be like, hey, I tipped your son over, so, you know, if you broke a limb it or something. Start, it might have started like a conflict. You may want to go know. look at it. We're going to leave now, Daniel. <laughs> so she, I don't know to what end that she would allow this to continue to happen. She should really punch out, like, the second the guy, like, came to her and was like, you turn around slowly, like, that close to her face. It's like, no, bam, you turn around. She should have headbutted him. Oh, yeah. That would have been excellent she might have been dead though whatever she might have been like dead like three times over i'm not saying that sam should have killed him but i'm saying she should have killed him because (laughs) i would have i would have killed him right there i would have been like oh we're not doing this you're not saying he should have he should have killed him but he shouldn't be alive anymore (laughs) like when she sticks the knife up under her dress yeah like for sure i was like because i don't remember what happens in this episode while i'm watching it so like (laughs) when she sticks it up there i'm like oh uh, is that in case somebody comes by, she's got to slit some throats on the way out? Like, th- yeah. to me, yeah, when they when they were like, hey, you're not allowed to leave. I'd be like, would... oh, this knife says otherwise, my Is that friend. what you would do? <laughs> yes. Just oh, slaughter people? My God. If I was kidnapped and I managed to get a weapon of anything, like anything. Everybody's dying. Oh, no. You did not. You should have done some legwork on what kind of person I am. Straight up Anakin Skywalker on everybody? Absolutely right <laughs> waste <laughs> Like, if I can't, oh my gosh, if you got a pen near me, I know exact. like, don't get too close. <laughs> okay. You can jab a pen up through an eyeball into the brain. I've never done that. I'm just saying, so, you, I'm not saying I've I done mean, it, I'm just saying I know you can. Oh, there's a lot of things, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. You can jam it up your nose. And if you've kidnapped me and you've done a serial killer situation and I'm not bound, that is a mistake. Well, she was, bo- she was also bound, too, remember? Not while she not when she put the knife up there. Oh, she's like busy learning how to like peel potatoes or whatever the hell she was doing. Uh, and, and so close. They left her with a knife. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh no no no! So you're a woman. Can you weave? <clears throat> no. So like at, in the kidnapping itself, like I get why she didn't headbutt him and stuff like that. Like you bide your time until you find a reasonable way out. Like panic might mm-hmm. set in and you may want to do something, but you're right. She's probably not going to do something in the turnaround moment. But the second she gets that knife, holy cow, it is curtains for that entire group. Well, maybe she was seeing the big picture, you know? The big picture is if nobody comes for her, which she's fairly certain her friends are coming for her, no one's coming. I have to assume no one's coming. Like, I cannot guarantee. That someone's going to come rescue her? Right. So now it's up to me, because I am alone. And if I wait for nightfall... I'm going to be raped and potentially murdered for being mouthy and not putting out. Yeah. I have now a knife. It is curtains for that entire place until they kill me because I'd rather go down dying than let that just... Like, like if I don't have a weapon, then that's what's going to happen to me. I'm pretty sure that crossed my mind. <clears throat> but if I have a weapon, oh, I'm going to use that weapon. There's no way I don't use the weapon. And I don't tuck it under my, my skirts so I could not use it when I'm escaping. Like, what was the point of, of doing the insert shot, you know? Just to show that, I guess, if she has to, you know, it will happen. So, I don't know. And I also like the, the fact that, you know, she's mouthing off to, like, Kari Tagawa, who's, like, you know, really cool actor. He's, uh, who is he? Oh, Shang Tsung, Mortal Kombat. Oh, really? Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. Uh, I found it. It's called Chekhov's gun. And that is where, in Act 1, if you hang a shotgun on the wall, mm-hmm. uh, you have to use it in Act 3. So, them showing her take the knife 
is like that, and it does not come back into play. Okay. Like, they they show her taking it, and then they show them taking it away from her. Ah. So why are you doing that? She's not going to use it. Like, that's why I got excited. I was like, oh, she's going to lay waste to the she's entire gonna camp. She's going to just kill the entire yeah. village. Yeah. And Daniel can shut up about it. Because <laughs> that's what I would do. Anyway. Take that, take that for your culture. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat guy. We're there. Yeah. That's the son or the guy who runs... Um, that's uh, the guy who runs the other... The rape camp. The other <laughs> LARPing rape camp, yes. He's a really good bad guy. No, he's good. He's. Uh, I was absolutely disgusted by him. I mean, he's a bit. He's a bit over the top. You know, he's like, oh, you're a. They would have killed her for spitting on him because I wrote. Oh spit yeah. On him. Oh yeah. If they ugh. if they're smacking around from out of the north and threatening to kill her, obviously if he, if she spits on him, she's gone. When Sam's talking to the daughter, uh, I wrote. I called her Susan B. Carter. Start that <laughs> uprising. <sighs> she's meddling hard, and she's going to lead these women to freedom. But she doesn't. She doesn't, like, all she's doing is talking to the, the daughter. She needs, she needs to, like, get the whole group involved. Yeah, don't you like that they're, like, not following any kind of protocol? I mean, they're explorers. Uh, don't so, worry, like, I've got to know about that down the line. Because it's going to be a comment for later. Okay. I'm not entirely sure it was wise of O'Neill to offer a gun. I know it's limited bullets, but they can figure out how to get a different projectile in there. <laughs> I don't know if gun was the best course of action. Yeah, isn't this the second time his character is giving, like, a strange person from another culture a gun? And we're only three episodes out. Right? And he's just handing them out like, he's like his oh, Halloween yeah? candy. He's like, oh yeah? Here you go. Here, I hope you wanted a piece of candy. It's a gun. It's a gun. Here, have some cigarettes, kid. Also, here, have some guns. Uh, uh, oh, what's this? Oh, this is a Can button. I get my friend back? How about you have this gun? Uh, they were it. offering a lot of money for Sam, by the way. What was it, like 300 weight of gold or something? Yeah, Jack Three, bumped it up to five. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jack, you got five? You got $500? Like, you pay, don't know what to I'll, do I'll with I'll pay it? you back. Yeah, with what? Earth gold? Where are you getting earth gold? Right? I don't, Hammond's not giving you earth gold. <laughs> Get real. If that's even what they're using, what if their idea of gold is just shiny poo or whatever? Who knows what they're doing over there? I think gold is pretty much universal. It is as an element. Yeah. It's the same everywhere, but, like, what they would determine as gold might be pyrite. True. You know what I mean? Like, it might just be something different for them. They're like, oh, that's what you're calling it? <laughs> How you call it a stargate? It's a eye. And, like, we name the element, but that might not be the element's name elsewhere. Yeah, it might be, like, element something. Like. Okay. So here's what I wrote. Out of the three of them... When they're trying to figure out what to do, because they're going to stone to death the daughter for with pebbles, with, pe- with, yeah, with, with pebbles. very small rocks. Yeah. I wrote uh, O'Neill is a fan of the Prime Directive. We are not allowed to interfere, so that girl's getting stoned to death, and you can't stop it. But he gives them a gun. He does give them a gun <laughs> to try and get Sam back because he's not a monster. But you're not supposed to. Yeah, but you're not supposed to give them like advanced weaponry. Oh, I know. Uh, Sam has tossed out the Prime Directive a long time ago. <laughs> this is just for this meeting, not O'Neill's position on the Prime Directive at all times. Oh, yeah. She's because like... Star Trek exists in this universe, like the TV show. Uh-huh. So they're aware of the Prime Directive. <laughs> they are not using it. Uh, so in this little meeting about whether or not to let a girl get stoned to death, Sam is team interference, and while we're at it, we can liberate an entire uh, group of people. And just drastically change that culture. Daniel's a lawyer. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't know you know this, but I'm a Mongol lawyer. There's something in the honor code about... <laughs> He's like, shut uh, up, Daniel! Whatever. 
<clears throat> I'm glad to see that uh, that Sam's going to wind up like being that because Daniel had called her a chieftain. Yeah. So she counts now. Um, so she counts. She counts as a chieftain to, to be the challenge. Uh, I wrote, it must take forever to stone someone to death. I'm not talking about the pebbles that they were holding. I, in general, unless you are like Atlas lifting up like you're a titan. How, it, if I just threw rocks at you right now. It would just be annoying. Oh my god. It would. I would have to have some kind of aim to make sure that you managed to die from me stoning yeah. you to death. It would have to be like really sizable rocks and you'd have to toss it like a like a major league like, pitcher. Yeah, it'd have to be coming at you like so Like fast. 90 miles an hour. Just like my personal pitching speed is definitely not going to be For sure, you'd be like, ow, what? Dude, what the hell? Like, what Why? are you doing? Like, even if I hit you in the head, you'd be like, bro. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm... What was it he was saying that I am... I am leader of 12 tribes. I'm like, they all look like this. Oh, 22 tribes, yeah. 22 tribes or something. And it's like, you have like three men. How many tri- How many men are there in a tribe? And so it's interesting that they don't progress culturally and technolo- technologically mm-hmm. in these many, many thousands of years. We're talking like se- like seven to 8,000 years since Raw leaves. <clears throat> leaves Earth and repopulates and whatever the ancient stories that they were talking about. It is so, and they ne- they haven't gotten past just arrows and spears and stuff. Nope. Why? Because you know that works. It works, but like it worked for us too. But we didn't stop there. Like as human beings, because you know why. And they if were- they're human beings, then they they have the natural curiosity. Because they were larping. That's why. I mean, they it's were real LARPing. weird that they don't do that. Now they- I get it. I get it elsewhere because the the uh, system lords are still like a problem in other cultures that they'll find mm-hmm. that that squashes that kind of progress but this they're saying they haven't seen a Goa'uld come through the stargate in or by ship by any means yeah, and they had laws in it's thousands not like, of years you know and they had laws it's not like you know riding was forbidden like on abydos or anything right so they they can they could have gotten past stone tools at this <laughs> stage of the game they could have that's why i don't think it was good that i o'neill gave that gun because they have metal. On and they that. know how to use it. Yeah, they can make... They He just pushed them into the Iron Age. Right. <laughs> you know, like he might have done a bit worse than Sam by giving him that gun. Because they can t- pull that apart and they can see what makes it do that. And don't you love how he's like popping it off like, yeah, yeah. Bad. Very bad. Those bullets come back down eventually, you see. <laughs> right. That's no good. That fight is silly looking. What, the, the fight between Sam and... I mean, it, it's TV, so what are you going to do? I know, it, and it's very of the era. So, like, when he goes to cut out, I guess, her ankles somehow with that. Yeah, she jumps. And she jumps. <laughs> you that see, is and an close effect. up on the feet. <laughs> Filmmaking choices right there. I'm like, wow, Sam's pretty agile. I thought for sure that... I mean, it's nice that she had her army knife. That stab... And by the way, like, if you get stabbed... There, like in your gut, mm-hmm. the leather goes probably a long way to like keep it, keep you together. But that hurt. That wildly hurts. Like I mean, it's just a slash. I don't think. Yeah, I I cut my, <laughs> I cut the outside of my finger, <laughs> where I was cutting up dill for tzatziki sauce, and it hurt. It. I had to stop what I was doing to address the situation. I've had a paper cut that hurt worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So, like, getting stabbed, and then, like, you pull your hand away, and it's got more than one drop of blood on it, you have to stop what you're doing and address Yeah. He's like, no, I'm tough. I, I, that's why I never liked, I never liked TV and movies. But, uh, it's like, oh, I've been shot. But I can go on. It's like, no, you've been no, shot. No, you can't. You've been shot. All right? No, yeah, you're not. Humans, I mean, there's some, there's some toughness in us. Like, if, if your child was in danger and you got shot, you could probably keep going. Yeah, like, adre- I understand adrenaline. Like, yeah, adrenaline. But adrenaline, you know, only goes so far. You know what I mean? It only it, goes so far. Well, yeah. So, like, if, they, if nothing's on the line, like, what's on the line for Sam? Sorry, everybody, if, like, there's some weird audio problem. I'm trying to get the, uh, my mic stand to stay on the table. I apologize. My table sucks. How dare you? <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's a very lovely table. Uh, it's just the, uh, the C-clamp isn't as deep to uh, compensate for the lip. Anyway, welcome back to Furniture Chat. <laughs> of course, Sam wins because she would win. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it was supposed to be to the death, which is something they did not inquire about. And not- Daniel didn't bring up like he didn't know. Daniel right? knew. <laughs> da- oh, you're so verbose all of a sudden. No, He's like, you- I know all about Mongolia. I'm all about Mongolia. Why didn't you tell us about this? I forgot. What? And ruin the fun? <laughs> this is all fun and games for Daniel. Yeah. He's a sadist. It wasn't. It wasn't to the pain. It was to the death. So she doesn't kill him. If he was a man of honor in that scenario, he would demand his own death. Like he wouldn't be like, yeah. "It's fine. I'll take the shame." Yeah. Right. No. no he'd be he like, wouldn't. "No, you have to kill me." Yeah. And the second she got off him, he would kill her. Or try to, and then she'd probably turn around and do like you know. That would have been a better ending. Like if she was like, "I'm going to show mercy because I'm not that kind of person," and she gets up and he comes over. Like a Robin Hood style to like get the yeah. one last thing, but then it would have been really cool if the if the, the daughter the son oh, the that son. wants to marry the the daughter is the one that came in with the death shot. That would have been that, to see, save that, Sam's that life been a and win the hand of the daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm here to rewrite Stargate for you guys. <laughs> I'm kidding, ish. Uh, and I love how they just give Tilk one thing to do. Yeah, it was a like, very hey, Tilk, light. Tilk uh, you can track stuff, right? Sure. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of anything to do. Nope. Like they, He could have taken the day off and palled mm-hmm. around with Hammond or something. And they don't question, like, Tilk's giant, you know, Jaffa staff. And like, what the hell is that? It's nice that they got a piece of medicine out of uh, <laughs> Sam's humiliation. Right? little piece, you know, what was it? An antidote or something? Yeah, it was like an anesthetic. Okay. Which, to what end? Like, that doesn't get for it. Does it come back up again? Probably not. No. No. Because uh, like, they have to, I think they try to bring back something from every planet in these early episodes. Yeah, because... Because they're like, look, it's that's definitely whole, worth our budget. That's a, that's a subplot. Like, yeah, you know, all the planets you go to, you got to bring back something. So, uh, out of stars, you got anything to add to this episode? Any impressions? Anything? Um, let's see. Anything I have to add? I just didn't like the production value. Yeah, it looked a little cheap. Yeah, it looked a little, little cheap. You know, it looked like it was filmed. Like and I that's said, it's filming some yeah, right? And they well, they were filming it on thirty-five millimeter. Remember, so where are you watching it? You can make it look a little better. You could well um, of the time, nineteen ninety-five. It was ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-seven. Come on, you could have made it made it a little better. It I mean, I like, want to believe. It looked like I was watching a LARP. To mm-hmm. be honest. 
Oh, this is a costuming problem. Yeah. I didn't pay. I didn't. I mean, the costumes were okay. That's what I'm saying. They, they were weren't okay. like ruining my life with how great they no, were. No, it didn't. But they it, never will. It didn't ruin my experience of Stargate, but it was just like, all right, I could have done. I could have done without this episode, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. So, out of five stars, where are we going with this? I give it a two. Two stars. I give it one and a half stars because uh, it's mediocre at best yeah nothing happens it doesn't progress the overall arc that will appear no it doesn't and uh they don't revisit it and they don't do anything would you say somebody should absolutely watch this episode in their introduction into stargate like if you were like these are the episodes from season one you need to see maybe if you want to see like how sam like is as a character maybe Mm. that maybe that's the episode i don't even think this paints her as well as a character as that she will be you don't think so? Like, she endures a lot of bullshit in this beginning. I mean, you don't really see her fight. I think this is, like, one of the very few episodes in this season where you see her actually, like, do hand-to-hand combat. Oh, yeah? I think so. Oh, I don't know. When she gets with... Spoiler. Blah. Hathor. <laughs> uh, down the line, I think there's something there. Oh, the, the Hathor episode? She, yeah, she does a bit more in the Hathor episode. Yeah. I think that worked. <clears throat> but that it's one her and, um... Dr. Fra- spoiler. Dr. Frazier. Right. Well, I'm not worried about her fighting later on. I think just her as her personality and yeah. I mean, this shows a little bit of a personality. Goes. Uh, where she doesn't take any crap, you know. She's like, no. She takes a ton of crap though. I mean, she's biding her time. But she gives it. She's back. also got guns and stuff. Like, she's <laughs> not like she doesn't. She's like, oh, I'm level three defense person. Person. She has guns. She has a knife. She can snap a neck. Yes. So, like, that guy gets very close. She could just easily just put him down. Well, I guess she didn't want to start an incident, and, you know? Like, she knows all kinds of holds and things, well, yeah. like, from military training that she could be employing, and she's not employing any of them. Well, she didn't want to because she wanted to, you know, she didn't want to make an example of him. She just wanted to be like, look, you need to change stuff. You want to lead the uprising? <laughs> Girl, you got to get some skin in the game. <laughs> she's already dealing with another uprising. I know. Too many uprisings for her. <laughs> I don't recommend that as required viewing at all. Not required in the least. You, no, this you is more live your filler, life without like a, this. So you think this is a filler episode? Very much so. I think they were trying to explore, like, like over on, on Last God Standing, the first pantheon we chose was the Greek and Roman because they are the most popular mm-hmm. and the most familiar to viewers or to listeners. Okay. Right? Listener. We started there because of that. So in Stargate, I feel like the same thing is going to happen where they're going to start with uh, cultures that people are familiar with. People are familiar with the legends of Genghis Khan. And they'll be familiar with, I feel like there's a Christian-y episode upcoming where one of the guys goes through the Stargate and brings the Bible with him, question marks? No, 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 no. He goes to a planet. And he and beca- like, with a I'm Bible, and he becomes. He's like, I'm he, he thinks he's God. Right, he does. Yeah, I don't. That's, I that like might that be one. first season. Yeah, it's still first season. I like. Okay, that one. so I don't remember the name of that episode, but maybe it's the next one. Maybe it's episode four. Maybe it's probably not, <laughs> because that's that's a overall memory of season one <laughs> was this headpiece from this episode, mm-hmm. Kowalski's back of head, and that there's a guy that's going to take the Bible. And go spread that around a bit. You know who's the guy? No. He plays the dad on Boy Meets World. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people get uh, get their start here. I'm an early adopter of Jason Momoa. I'm like, that's my baby boy. 
Jason Momoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, when he became like uh, like getting his uh, Game of Thrones and Aquaman and all that stuff, I was so yeah. proud. I was like, get in it, Ronan Dex. <laughs> Did you follow him from like Baywatch? I didn't watch Baywatch. No. Nice. <laughs> and it was like, wasn't it like Baywatch Nights or some other or Baywatch, Baywatch Hawaii? It probably was Hawaii. I don't. I don't know how many different Baywatch. Wasn't Baywatch were. Nights like when they did like haunted Super, houses yes. and stuff and supernatural <laughs> stuff? I wanted to be that one, but it probably wasn't that one. It was probably uh, like you watched that CSI Miami. It was like Baywatch Miami or something like that. <laughs> no, I didn't watch any of it. Oh, because you, you got really excited when I mentioned, you know. Because it's funny to me. It's funny to me <laughs> to think of like David Hasselhoff like saving Solving swimming mysteries. lives by day and like busting ghosts at night. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I'm not gonna investigate it further that's how it's going to live in my mind forever uh we should do a podcast on that i want baywatch <laughs> baywatch no just baywatch nights strictly baywatch nights that would be great well we can do there a were like werewolves like and ghosts and like supernatural television shows. there was a chupacabra i think in one episode i'm there's like a chupacabra really? every episode <laughs> there's one in the x-files there's one in buffy there's one in probably that supernatural had one supernatural well supernatural had like three that's a can't tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I love Supernatural. I, I do too. I do too. I walk away and then I come back and I walk away and I come back. And I stopped at season thirteen. You can uh, keep going. Yeah. I mean, there's two more, you know, because this is yeah, this is this, yeah, this is the last season. It's uh, it's good. Yeah. It was too much though. It is a lot. Like <sighs> if you haven't been brought in already. Fifteen years yeah. in all, and there years. and there are some episodes. That I mean, Stargate's a lot too. Yeah, but you know, and there are some episodes where it's like I don't need to see this, like the racist truck episode. That's weird. That There's was a lot of. I can't even believe those boys were ever so young. Yeah, that's another one. A show that I'd be like, I'm gonna rewatch all the Supernatural, and I'll put on the pilot and be like, ah, and then not watch another <laughs> episode after. Like oh, I'm good. I'd be like, oh man, were we ever this young? That's crazy. Anyway, back to not watching that show. <laughs> What shows do you do you follow though? Prodigal Son. Okay. Still, still so good. It's uh, my mother got me into Dancing with the Stars. Really? Mm. I love that. ballroom dancing. Uh, and it's not like um, it's not like the celebrities are like so good that I'm gonna faint or anything like that. You don't faint for Sean Spicer? Oh my god! <laughs> the fact that he's still on is mad. So here's the thing with that show: they don't. Uh, reveal to you how the voting is um, calculated between mm-hmm. viewer and, and judge or whatever. Okay. Um, lie. You can lie. Put him <laughs> in the bottom. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you got 100% of the votes. Lie. Is Vanderbilt Who's going to come by? Yeah, he is. He's doing really <laughs> good, too. He might not win because uh, they keep being earnest with the the votes and keeping Sean Spicer there for some reason. Oh, he's a nice guy in person. Well, that's great. He stole a shit dancer, and that's what I've the shirt about. <laughs> Like being, I, I always say being a nice guy doesn't make your band good. And that's true. You can be the true. nicest. Kid Rock is the nicest guy. Do not like Kid Rock. He still Musically. has, a, he has unfortunate opinions too. I mean, I'm sure. Every, a lot of people do. But he was very nice when I met him. Okay. So I was like, well, being a nice guy doesn't make your band good, does it? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> not a Kid Rock fan? <laughs> no. No, I was like, this, he's all, it was awful live and the music is no good. And, but like he's a very nice man. <clears throat> All of that's no good, though. I liked him when do? he had JC. Once JC, you know, passed away. Oh, that's the like, little person. Yeah, he was there when I saw him. I don't. I saw him with Placebo. I mean, it was like <laughs> oh the Venn diagram of Kid Rock and Placebo fans is no crossing over at all. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no. I mean, there's like one guy, the guy, the the club owner. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it was, yeah, it was a real weird. Where'd you see Kid Rock? 
Irving Plaza? It was a very long time ago. I'm uh, very old. Back in my day, you know, like back that kind of shit. Back in my day. Before, before or like during internet? During? Question marks? Well, it was <laughs> definitely during. It was in the 90s, for sure. Okay. So it was like early internet days. So dial-up internet days. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, remember yeah. that? It took a long time to get like any music from anybody. You remember dial-up internet days? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It seemed like lightning back then. Though. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like every time I complain about how slow my phone is or the internet is behaving, uh, I remember that it used to be so much slower, even oh, yeah. like five years ago. Was it like Prodigy? Like if something takes more than five seconds, I'm like, this is bullshit. This is nonsense. Like I can't even sit through like when YouTube has the ads. I'm like, ah, 10 seconds. What is the point of this story? Where is I going with this? You were saying, I don't know. It's such a little kid rock and pussy. Oh, oh, I'm old. I'm at old that now I get to say things like, I used to see them before they were cool. Yeah, I've been saying that too. I saw Incubus before they were cool. I saw Maroon 5 before they were cool. Like, like I, I had to buy, I bought uh, Science from Incubus. I bought it from mm-hmm. their singer, from Brandon. Like cool. he was running his own merch booth. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, but none of those clubs are there in the city anymore. And New York City is like, um, I keep telling my friend from Virginia, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. I keep telling him to come to New York, but if he doesn't step on the gas and get up here, pretty soon it's going to be like, if you don't come here, you'll never find out how much better my Chipotle is than yours. <laughs> Why? Virginia's Chipotle ev- is not good? No, it's good. I'm sure it's fine. I'm saying that all the businesses in New York are closing down and being run out of town so that they can put up a better Chipotle. Mm. So now you can't go to Lion's Den because it's out of business. You can't go to the wetlands. You can't go to Roseland Ballroom. You can't oh. go anywhere. But at least you have Wegmans. But at least you can go to Fridays. And you have Wegmans now. Ugh. Well, Wegmans is in, in Brooklyn, and that's different. That's a regional grocery store, and it's first store here on uh, Long Island. Brooklyn's on Long Island. Yeah. I don't have to cross a bridge to get there. <laughs> so it is on this Long Island. Uh, it's the first area one downstate, so they got them up in Syracuse and stuff. But it's regional is fine. I would take mm-hmm. a regional restaurant. You know, but that's not what it is. It's Fridays. So somebody spent tens of thousands of dollars carrying their family here to eat at Fridays. It's like people dressing in suits going to Olive Garden. <laughs> You've seen people in suits going to Olive Garden? Dude, you have no idea. I've seen people, like, go on dates and they're, like, in three-piece suits with Olive Garden, going to Olive Garden. That's so sad. <laughs> you came all the way to New York to go to Olive Garden? <laughs> We have real Italians here. Do and they're they know like, that? Oh, well, I'm like, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, because, you know, it's Olive Garden and they have all the wine and stuff. And I'm just like... People buy dollar pizza <laughs> as well. That 99 pizza uh, horse crap. Yeah. People do that too. Don't do that. We're, we're pizza. We are pizza. <laughs> why are you getting dollar slices? Go get really... Go to uh, anywhere that says Gino's. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Ralph's or whatever. <laughs> any corner, Any corner store. Anywhere that's not a 99 cent pizza place, go to that one. Mm. And you'll get excellent pizza, probably. Yeah. I have really bad pizza by my house, though. <laughs> by where I live, there's a <laughs> real... It is profoundly bad. What? What? Yeah, it's a really bad pizza place. And we have to go out is of our st- way. Why is it still open? I don't know. Is I it the only pizza place there? It's th- next to an okay Chinese food place. A deli that I'm never around while it's open. And a laundromat, I think. That's really sad. And uh, the Chinese food is good. 
in a pinch. Like, if I'm too lazy to go to the better Chinese food place. And the pizza is so horrendous. What makes it so bad? It's just bad. It's like, you know when the dough is undercooked? Oh, so a little bit, just... so it's like a chewy. It's like a soggy uh, bottom so situation. They, they don't know, like how, they don't know how to cook the, and how to make the dough. It's just no, yeah, and like, the outside crust, where it's supposed to be very crispy, is very doughy. So they it's like too it. thick and too doughy. You should call Gordon Ramsay. That's why I can... I love him very much. You should. You should totally. I told, told you him. I have an old man. Yeah. So, not that <laughs> but he's, he's not that old. He's is not he? that old, but he's older than me. Oh. Are you doing the math to see whether or not Gordon Ramsay older than me? <laughs> no, I don't think he's older than you. He can't be oh, older than you. My God, I am. I know. I just said I was very, very old, but I'm not <laughs> that old. Well, look him up. He's probably like like in his fifties or sixties. You or think I'm in my fifties? How? How? And we're like around the same age. He's 53. I'm right. 42. I'm 41. So you there just you go. said that you were like, no way Gordon Ramsay's older than you. <laughs> I know I was like older in college, but I wasn't that much older. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what the next episode is? Uh, the next episode is Emancipation is... Because I don't. Could I have looked it up? Yes. <laughs> Did I? No. No. I don't know what the next episode is. Oh, the um, the Baraka Divide. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember the name of that one as being an important one. Yeah, that's the one where there's, they go on the planet, Spoilers. and it's like... The, oh, yeah. Well, you know... I don't know who they meet there. Maybe they meet Thor? The, no, 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 no. That's I think that's the next episode. The one after it? Yeah, I think that's All right, the one I have one something to watch it. now. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. So... When I start up the episode and I remember literally no things about it, that's very exciting. <laughs> oh, the fifth race, maybe. That's the one there where they meet Thor. That's my favorite episode. From season one? Yeah, the fifth okay. race. Okay. I don't have a favorite episode yet, you guys. It hasn't No, no, they ha- no, wait. Is it that one? No, they meet the Knox first. Oh, maybe I think that's what's in the Baraka Divide. Yeah. I feel like they meet an important species in the Baraka Divide, but I might no, be they No, they just meet, like, Minoans. Oh, great. <laughs> well, that sounds like I'm going to be let down. No, it's a pretty decent episode. It's not as bad as this one. I love the Knox. I love you the do? Quark is the leader of the Knox. Oh, I'm Mr. Shimmerman, yeah. Come on. I met him. At did a you dra- really? I did, at a Dragon Con. He's oh, very sweet. That's nice. We look very cute in the picture. <laughs> I took a lot. I met a lot of these guys through Dragon Con. My first Dragon Con, everybody was there. Everybody from Stargate, everybody from Atlantis, everybody. When did you go? From St- this one, that's the 2009 time. And oh, then, we went a year after. I went like three years later and I ran into our friends, Lisa, hello Lisa, from college down there and Darren and, and everybody else. Then I would have seen you then. You weren't there. It was one year that you weren't there. Wait, you went to 10 Because we all went out to dinner and you weren't. Okay, no, there. I wasn't there. No. It, was the, it was one year you weren't there. I want to say it was like 2013. I went to go meet an oh, author named I, Mercedes Lackey. Oh, that's, that's Lisa's favorite author too. Oh my God. I'm sure that's a thing we talked about in college that I don't recall. She doesn't go out a lot because her fans are maniacs. So she doesn't come to a lot of conventions. So I saw her, and she hasn't been since. Mm. So I saw her, and I was I booked a last-minute ticket. I tweeted a stranger and stayed <laughs> in their hotel room. That's cool. Yeah. I, I was rolling some very large dice <laughs> with whether or not I was staying with a killer. It turned out... It was a bunch of guys and gals who were seamstresses making a lot of costumes. And they were like 22 years old. Oh, I'm still friends with one of them. His name's Sterling. Hello, Sterling. 
Uh, and he's a, a good egg. And they're from Tennessee. And it was like an emergency. <laughs> I was like, it's an emergency. She does not come out of her Oklahoma home for nothing, you know. And with her husband, who co-wrote wow. um, a couple of her books. So I got both their autographs and everything. I was beside myself. And then I, went, I just went last year. Oh, I haven't gone since 2000, 2014, I think. Okay. That was I went, the last yeah. time I went. I think that was the last time I went. I love it. It's so good. I met Jonah Ray, um, the comedian. Did you? From uh, Mystery Science Theater. Nice. I adore that guy for years and years and years. And I have like his first comedy album. It's on vinyl. And I brought that and I was sweating bullets <laughs> to meet that guy. Yeah, I met the year I went. Uh, it wasn't 14. It was before that. It was... I met that was uh, last year, and I, oh, who did I meet? Sorry, no. Oh, I met, I met Michael Shanks. I met. Um, I haven't met Michael Shanks. He's he's a cool dude, and Claudia Black. I met Richard Dean Anderson last year. That's right. Oh, I've met I'm, Claudia Black. She's very funny. She is. Where did I meet her? I that was the 2009 one for sure because I went to the panel. Okay. I was into waiting on lines for panels at that time, and uh, I snuck into the actor who plays Draco Malfoy. Ah. Uh, he had a panel for something, and I snuck into that one because I was by myself. Was it for Planet of the Apes, probably? No, no. He was uh, still making Harry Potter at the time, I think. Uh-oh. They hadn't gotten Deathly Hollows out. Okay. Two, maybe, question marks? I don't know. Somebody will timeline check me. No, they won't. Nobody writes to me. Nobody cares. Yeah. It was Michael Shanks and... Oh, Ben Browder, too. I remember. Around Browder the same time they were doing Stargate. Oh, my God. He was gorgeous. I was... <laughs> out of my mind i borrowed my girlfriend's corset and uh he was like i like your corset i'm like i will switch shirts with you right now i remember when i met him because i was talking <laughs> i was talking to him about like farscape and stuff like and all of a sudden stuff. this lady just walks up to him and starts making out with him i'm like is this your life <gasps> who what just some yeah just some it wasn't claudia black or it wasn't claudia kids? black it was just some random woman and like she came Ew. like from behind the scenes and started like making out with him i'm like maybe that's his wife probably i'm like is this your life dude <laughs> He's like that's that just seems shocking. It was. Oh my goodness! I have a lot of good stories about those uh, those times. Um, I loved Virginia Hay from Farscape. She was. A, oh, I never met her. She was so sweet, very um, hippie and spiritual. Like on, uh, yeah. like on a witch level that I get. I'm like, I get you, girl. Yeah, she was and always I like got her hippie. Perfume was cool. And I like that. Um, I met Brandon Ralph. Oh yeah, how was that? Yeah. He's a, he's a, another cool dude. Was he? Because like I was listening to an interview with him, and he seemed a little taxing. If I'm being honest, well, I don't know how long ago was the interview. Like two years ago. Oh, well, I don't know how he is now, but I know back when I met him, he was actually pretty cool. See, what's funny is it, it was taxing, and it was like in that like hippy dippy way. Mm-hmm. So like I find in Virginia, hey, I was like, oh, I get it, girl. But in <laughs> him, I was like, oh my god, you're such a bore. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess it depends on like what angle you're coming at your hippiness, which whether or not I will judge you harshly for it. Yeah, <laughs> which is rich coming from me. I'm Colin Cunningham was on Stargate. He's one of the best meets I've ever had. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's a really good good egg. Uh, we had like weird. I need to rewatch Atlantis. I like Atlantis. Atlantis was very good. Yeah. I'm telling you, Atlantis was the best out of the three. In my you opinion. think so? Yes, the Wraith and like. And Tom. <laughs> <sighs> It was really good. Like the, the the makeup effects were outstanding, and the fight choreography was really good. Yeah, the one where one of their fight stunt doubles, Dan Peen. I uh, I met him oh, at okay. one of his conventions. You didn't meet Mark Tacascos? because I know he was in one episode. No, I don't remember. 
I'd have to. I can look up all these old pictures and bring them over and let you see. That's cool. How it all happened. Yeah. Did I ever meet anyone from Atlantis? I don't think so. Or just Jason Momoa. I never met Jason Momoa. Oh, I did. What a beast. (laughs) He was a beast back then. (laughs) Well, that was when he was growing into his long hair and and stuff like. You know how he got the uh, the role for Cal Drogo? Uh, Being hot. Well, yeah, on like Twitter pages because when they were casting for um, Game of Thrones. Like, they went to a lot of fan pages, and they went to, you know, I think it was uh, one of the, I think D.B. Weiss, one of them, went to a Stargate fan. They're like, why don't you cast Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa. And, like, a bunch of people were asking for Jason Momoa, and that's how they casted him. That's great. I'm Good. Like, he deserves it, man. He he really, you know what's funny? I remember when he got that tattoo on his arm, because he was still filming Stargate at, okay. at the time. And uh, the producers were very annoyed, and they wrote the scene in when he gets the tattoo in the show to... <laughs> Explain why he's got that tattoo. Because <laughs> he got it during the break. And he was like, I got a tattoo, you guys. Was he like, not supposed God, to get one? Damn it. Uh, I, he either didn't care or they didn't think that he, that is a that had to be brought up to not do that. But they didn't have the budget to cover it in every single episode. Oh. So they just wrote it in. <clears throat> that he got the tattoo. Like he was like hanging out with his buddies. And they were like, <laughs> oh, palling around tattoos. Am I right? Great. <laughs> and then that was in the cold open. In one of the returning series, you'll see it when you, it's like season two yeah. or three in the cold open. I've he's seen, like, ha tattoos. <laughs> I've seen um, the actress that plays Taylor. I've seen, okay. oh, I've seen her around like, her. oh yeah? She's so beautiful. Yeah, I've seen her like around conventions. I haven't had a chance to like talk to her or anything. He was like, she was like walking by and he was like dumbstruck oh, by how beautiful she was. Yeah, she's a good looking lady. She was great. What a sweetheart. What a nice everybody. Everybody's so good. Everybody's nice. so great and nice. nice. And, and all these guys. and I love everyone. Everyone's very, very genuine. Very cool. Yeah. Everyone's so cool. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, they have they, they know the fans appreciate them. That's why. So they're like, if they run into a fan, they'll be like, oh, wow, you know. Mm. I mean, that's how I imagine. Because that's how I would be if I was famous. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I want to believe. <laughs> I have to believe. Uh, I'll never be famous. Don't even worry about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess that's going to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Got anything else to add? Oh, when they... Uh, oh, didn't they have like a wedding at the end? Like a six-day oh, six wedding? Oh, a six-day wedding that they're not they're going like, to? And they're like, no, no, we'll uh, go back. Yeah, well, that's when they mentioned that they brought back the medicine herb to justify their own budget to yeah. <laughs> Hammond later. They justified a reason for this episode? <clears throat> yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, reach us at gmail zpmstargate at gmail.com uh, we're zpmstargate.podbean.com and you can tweet or Instagram at us at zpmstargate uh, still not on Facebook <laughs> never no. going to be on Facebook no not enough Nazis because I keep telling you they have a Stargate somewhere I wish see you next week guys goodbye bye